Well, hey there. This week, we're going to learn about the purpose of the laws and regulations found in Leviticus. We're going to learn of God's gracious revelation of himself to his people and how much we can also learn from some of the smallest of details in this book. So with that, I welcome you to this week's Shabbat Shalom devotional when I seek to share a little inspiration and bring a little peace to the close of your very busy week. This week's Torah portion is uh, from Leviticus 6 through 8, and it's called Sav, which means command. So it begins with to command uh, Aaron and his sons. And we read about more laws of the offerings. And then we read about the consecration of Aaron and his family uh, to be the high priest. Now, Aaron had caused quite a mess, you know, with the golden calf. But here, God forgives him and places the lineage of the priesthood on his family. I think that's pretty cool and shows the grace and mercy of God. What a testimony to the forgiveness of God. Now, this story also helps us to understand the transition that is taking place in the book of Leviticus. So let me explain. You know, 10 generations of Israelites were living in Egypt, ended up slaves in Egypt, and were influenced by the paganism and morality of Egypt. Now, if you think about it, they had, the children of Israel had no place to worship in Egypt. They had no set way of worship. They had no priesthood, no prophet. They didn't have an understanding of sin and who their God was and how to approach him. So God brings them into the wilderness and begins to reveal to them a place where they will meet with him, how to worship, how to enter into his presence there who should be their leaders, their priests, and an understanding of sin and the forgiveness of sin. Now, previously in Exodus, God had instructed them how to uh, make the tabernacle, and that was going to be the place where he would dwell and where he would meet with his people. Then last week, we discussed how that through sacrifice, he taught them how to draw near to him a holy God who could not mix with sin. They could only approach him in a right way. And they began to understand through that way that the price for sin was blood. Now this week, he establishes their priesthood with Aaron. So this is the transition that's taking place in the book of Leviticus from a people who really knew little to nothing about their God and how to approach him, to a people who understood his holiness, where he was, how they would approach him, and who would lead them into righteousness. Now, there's one little thing I want to point out that we've read in Leviticus, especially because next week begins Passover. So we read last week in Leviticus 2, that there was to be no leaven and no leavened bread on the altar. All year round, the altar in the tabernacle was to be kosher for Pesach, you could say. No leaven ever there. Now, why would that be? I know that in Christian teaching, we often liken leaven to sin and that it influences and can take over. And nothing wrong with that analogy. The Apostle Paul talks about the leaven 
uh, to be aware of the leaven that will influence the whole loaf of bread. But um, I was recently listening to a rabbinic interpretation of Leviticus, and they brought out that leaven was actually an innovation of Egypt. They uh, invented leavening, or what we would call the starter with which you leaven your bread. And um, so the leaven was seen as something from Egypt. We're trying to get Egypt out of the people. Also, leaven takes time. Leavening bread takes time. And we should not have to wait before we approach the altar of the Lord. So therefore, unleavened bread was called for in the sacrifice. So interesting little point. Now, matzah, the unleavened bread that we read about in Exodus when they when they were getting ready to leave Egypt, God told them uh, not to leaven their bread. And, um, and so matzah is seen as, you could say, not finished bread. It's bread, but it hasn't come to its completion with the leavening. You could say it's a bread of humility. It's a simple bread. And um, it is bread that can see you through life's crises. Um, but leavened bread has been leavened over time and has come to its completion. It's an interesting concept. Therefore, in the uh, tabernacle, when they gave the thanksgiving offering, they were able to use leavened bread, not on the altar, but they were able to bring it into the tabernacle. And that's because you're giving thanks to God for a blessing, something that has been fulfilled, and therefore it's appropriate to use leavened bread, which is bread that's been brought to its completion. Interesting, isn't it? Another little point about the Thanksgiving offering is that the meat afterwards was to be consumed that night, meaning you were not to eat alone. You were to eat with the other, with the priest and probably with family, maybe others. It says anyone that was clean uh, could eat. So the Thanksgiving was a celebration and it was to be done with others. So many little details like this that we read over in Leviticus because it is tedious to read. But with that little thought, I want you to have a wonderful Shabbat break this weekend and give thanks to the Lord for the blessings that He has completed in your life. And have a little bread. Shabbat Shalom.